Morning Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, we are talking about seven signs, seven special signs that loved ones on the other side may be sending you, and you don't even realize that these are signs. So these are a little off the beaten trail type signs that might kind of blow your mind. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So, all right. I have to talk about how spirit works in our house, because if you've been a listener of the podcast for a while, you know that Scott has a, you know, a hot and cold relationship with his spirit guide, Phoebe. And it's not just a joke. Like we don't just save this for the podcast <laughs> because a couple nights ago, this is like a real thing in Scott's life. Yeah, because- no, she, <laughs> I truly believe at this, this point, like a hundred percent believe that She's messing with me. Yeah. My spirit guys are messing with me. I believe that 100% right now. And around nine o'clock, a couple nights ago, you're, we're in just in the TV room and you're just like, Megan, Megan, why, why is she messing with me? Like, why? Like you had no idea. Like you really just wanted to know, like, what is it that she wants me to know? Yeah. I, Cause I don't get it. Like I, I like like, you know, I not like I'll acknowledge the messages, mm-hmm. you know, like sometimes you'll give me a message or I'll get a message or whatever and I acknowledge it, mm-hmm. I accept it. And then it seems like, okay, great. You know, whatever, fine. But then she'll still mess with me. Like, yeah, with, by doing like weird things, which right. we can get into in a little bit if you want. But yeah. Why? Why is, why are they messing with me? So I, I, I don't understand. Is I, it like just fun? Am I like a fun guy to mess with? Sure. I think with you, you're kind of just not. You pick and choose what messages that you think are important or not. Sure, that's probably true. <laughs> so if their message is just kind of like ethereal, like there's love for you on the other side, you're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or But I acknowledge it. You're like, do you? Because yeah. you're like, what's the point of telling me that? Give me something I could use here. Lotto you know? Give me the lotto. Tell me what stock to buy. So you're kind of more... I guess pick and choose about what information you deem worth hearing. And then I I know with you, you can kind of hear something and be like, uh-huh, you know, and then move on and be dismissive. So I feel like Phoebe reacts to your dismissiveness a little bit okay, just so, by messing with you. All right, fine. I'm going to disagree with this. I don't <laughs> think this is the case. Now, it is true. I go through my life and, you know, I am kind of a little goofy, you know, kids... Well, you know, remember we were at the water park and they'll just run up to me for some reason. They think I'm fun or whatever. Yeah, I, you you have a vibe. Yeah, you know, I have like a kind of a kid vibe. You know, if you get me going, I'll act like, you know, I have that little kid vibe going. In you me. do. Right. I think it's that. See, I okay. think it's just for fun. I, I'm at the point where I believe that like they're messing with me for like kicks. And okay. Like, oh, this is a guy that won't like, he's going to give us the reaction we want. Okay. You know, like, because like, if they mess with you, you're you're gonna go into like some spiritual diatribe about it and have a <laughs> spiritual download. Like, this is a podcast episode. Yeah, right. And if they mess with our listeners, most likely, you know, they're gonna they're gonna love it. They're gonna right. like, think it's some spiritual signs. But for me, <laughs> I, I think they're like, oh, we could mess with this guy, and he, you know, he's gonna get annoyed. He's gonna give us a good reaction. Yeah. And then we can move on. You know, that's what I think. I also think you could you're... be right too, but I, that's what I think. I like that. I like your description better i feel like that's more positive you know (laughs) so anyway so after this conversation where you're really just trying to get it out of me and i'm like scott i think they just i don't know they just want you to know they're here and you're like well what good is that and i'm like i think they just want you to know they're around or there's a presence or there's more to this or to have perspective and you're like yeah 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 
And then Abby comes down. Out of nowhere. Out of, yeah, from downstairs, out of nowhere. And she's just like, she just plops down. She's like, uh, what does 111 mean? That's not like her to ask. No. I mean, she says off the wall things, but she doesn't. That was very well timed. <laughs> like perfectly timed. Right as the conversation right. ended, there's Abby. And she's like, hey, what does 111 mean? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it means to screenshot your mindset because it's replicating right now. Uh, the universe is taking it to replicate it. So you want to like screenshot it in a high vibe or positive mindset or be self-aware. And Abby's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, why did you just ask that? She's like, I was just wondering. Yeah. She's like, I just, I just wanted to know. Just randomly. And then, yeah. she, oh, and then later she was, um, yeah, she, she, cause she does Duolingo and it, she, it was her 111 day streak. That oh, was, that right. was yeah. the reason. Okay. okay that was that it. Day, yeah, yeah. That was the same day. Right. Which was weird. She's like, that was my street. And then she wanted to know what it meant if it was like significant, but right. it was right, right at the end of the conversation. Yeah. And then, so, so I look at you and I'm like, come on. And you're like, okay, that's weird. Yeah. I believed it. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right. I believed it. I'm like, I acknowledged it. <laughs> like, I gave Phoebe the nod. I'm like, okay. You're I like, get okay, it. Okay. Okay. That's weird. I'm but you're also that. kind of like, no, you know, eh. Is that your A game, Phoebe? You know, which, which, <laughs> which brings me to. Like, a, what do you mean? You think I, like I wanted more? You're like, oh, you okay. You know, like, you want to use my kid? You yeah. think? You know, yeah, like, we'll see. Make we'll one see. one one out of smoke. Like come down out of the, like. What do I? I'm yeah, you want something that. really cool. Like okay. you're always you're always looking for more. Right. Which so then a few hours later, it's about I don't know twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. and our alarm starts acting weird. We have a house alarm that we don't really use and isn't hooked up to anything, and it's just kind of there, and it's never on. Like, it's never on. We just told thousands of people <laughs> that we don't use our alarm. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we use the alarm. We, we don't, yeah, we, we, we totally do, use it. We have ADT. We have it all. <laughs> well, and it started just, like, randomly beeping, for no reason with like weird codes that we didn't understand yeah so and and you know i'm in a deep sleep i wake up of course from this and i'm like why are they messing with me yeah why are you messing with me and at that point you understood yeah no and i know they were messing like there's nothing else that could have been like that's what it was it had to be like i mean it could have been a malfunction sure but i don't think so it just never happens so yeah so that's where we're at they, I, it's like a, it's just like I think it's a fun game for them. They really like you know they they pick and choose people. They're like oh this this guy he's like kind of a believer. He's not kind of and yeah we could have fun with him. That's, I'm They're a good sport. You know, I'm a good sport. See I'm a good sport. Like you are you're fun. Most you know it, let's say non spiritually awakened Reds would be just really mad that the fire alarm the, that the alarm went off. Right. And they would get all angry. Yeah. And I'm just more like, all right, come on. Why are you messing with me? Well, you were like playing with it and mumbling about it. I was. Okay. All right. All right. We'll do a quick ad. Then when we come back, you're going to talk about the seven spiritual sides. Oh, no. We're not going to do that yet. We're going to talk about a celebrity who passed and their spiritual signs. Let me just tell you what a delight it has been to be introduced to our next brand new sponsor, Copilot. What is Copilot? Copilot is an affordable one-on-one remote personal training service that provides personalized workouts tailored to your goals and available equipment. And for me, I got to meet Candice. She is a real person that works with me. When you sign up to Copilot, that's the thing. You get accountability and support from a real 
person. You get flexibility to work out on your own schedule, all for a fraction of the cost of in-person training. And another thing is you can talk to them as much. It's not an extra fee. If you want to shoot your trainer a message or ask them questions, that's you can do that all the time. Like they don't charge you more for that. They don't nickel and dime you. This is real people helping you. Personally, I have been having a real lack of motivation, a lack of inspiration with my workout life. And I told Candace that, my personal trainer. And my goals aren't anything crazy. They're to feel happy and to feel energized and to sleep better. And she's made me customized workouts based on what works for me. One of them being... Uh, a flexibility exercise I can do on the floor of my bedroom and I do it before bed and I've been sleeping so much better because of this and it's only 15 minutes. You don't have to have any equipment or you can have all the equipment. They work with you and if you need to miss a day or move things around, it's okay. It's about you, what you want and they're here to support you. Copilot was listed as one of the best personal trainer apps of 2023 by Forbes, and I totally understand why. You can switch coaches anytime in the app. You can message them as much as you want for no additional fee. It's an open line of communication, and the app itself, very user-friendly. So use our Copilot URL, go.mypilot.com com slash know your aura to get a 14 day free trial with your own personal trainer free that's go dot my pilot dot com slash know your aura for a free 14 day trial oh my gosh go do it i want to hear all about it hey scotty hey guys all right, so I want to. I saw this article the other day, and I'll get to it in a second. But first, I have a question. Okay. Okay. Here's my question: Why seven supernatural? Is that something? Because could it be six? Could it be eight, nine, ten? I think that's just when I stopped thinking. I was like, seven, we're good. Like you know, okay. it was. That's just how my brain works. Possibly because oh, I think in the past, I think you did another one. It was also seven. Yeah, maybe that's just my own special number for this kind of stuff yeah. i wanted to pick ones that were a little off beat like different okay and that's as many as i could think of for now i mean i could keep going but that's the those were the because i didn't want to do the ones that everybody talks about so i'm doing like seven kind of off the beaten path okay. ones so it's, not, it's nothing like specific about the seven no, no. that's just, just random where, where it lands. might be just how my brain works okay. we stop at seven around here <laughs> <laughs> this brain stops so, at number seven so if we do this again next time it could be eight <laughs> Could but be. probably not because your brain will stop. I feel like seven's fine. like a good number. It's like okay. not too much. Like it's not like 42 signs. You know what I mean? Right. And it's not like too little. That'd be a lot if we did 42 signs. <laughs> so we just keep going. It might get a little repetitive. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, well, as everyone knows, I am a huge social media pop culture yeah. aficionado. Yes. You know, I, you know nothing, everyone knows that. Nothing right? you love more than a celebrity. Nothing. You know, I know them all. You know, you can ask me the cast of Vanderpump Rules and I can tell you them all. You everyone. think it's quality stuff. Yes. It's wonderful. I watch all the Bravo shows. I, I'm like a last holdout for The Bachelor. I'm like the last person watching it. I'm really the last person watching The Bachelor. Just kidding. Right, just kidding. But anyway, I did, I did see this article from People. And it, it was about Olivia Newton-John who passed last year. And it might have been clickbaity. I don't know. But it, it got my attention. Because the title was Olivia Newton-John's Family Reveal Supernatural Encounters with Her One Year After Her Death. So I'm like, oh, okay, let me look into this. So I wanted to kind of 
see what this story was all about. So she died on, I believe, August 8th of last year. And this, I, there's a couple of interesting things in here about the daughter. Yeah. Her daughter's name is Chloe. And I looked at her picture before I actually read the article. And mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, she's, she's got an interesting aura. I'm not yeah. even, you know, I'm, I'm not sure what it is. I'll ask you in a second. But it looked inter- like interesting. Um, and this is what they write. This is what she's quoted as saying in the story. All right. This is from Chloe, the daughter of Olivia Newton-John. Okay. Two weeks after she passed, my phone accidentally took a picture of my dog, and there floating by his head was a little blue orb, the same color as this. Okay, so there's this blue orb around the dog's head. And then this is, a, this is something that she said to Olivia before she had passed. Okay. Okay, so Chloe says, Mom, oh, sorry, Mom and I have talked years back. We'd watch these paranormal shows, and I'd say, you got to show up for me. And she was like, I'll show up as one of those orb things. <laughs> That's cute. So is that a coincidence? Is that a sign? What's going on here? Is, this true? is there truth to this? That's like one of those things where you have to lean into it. Okay. You know, I mean, orbs, I think, are one of those signs that a lot of people are like, oh, it's just a catch of the light. Right. Oh, it's a coincidence. Oh, it's just, you know, lint on your camera lens or whatever, just light. And I mean, sure. Or maybe it's not. Or maybe it made me feel something. Maybe I can lean into that. And what's interesting about them, because I'm looking at the picture of Olivia and her daughter, Chloe, and they're very close and they're very bonded and they feel like they have soulmate energy together. Just really kind of that bond that they have between the two of them. She would know if her mom was reaching out to her. And and so if she felt that that's her mom, I believe it 100%. I really do. Also, just looking at Olivia Newton-John's photo, she feels... And it's interesting that the orb was, did she say blue? Yeah, I, I believe in, so. Yeah, and because it's such a healing color, and I feel like Olivia was a healer, and she spent so long sick uh, Earthside, and I feel like she's trying to come through and, and showing her daughter, like, I'm, I'm good, I'm healing, I'm okay. Like, on the other side, health and, and good energy and, and healing vibrations like that to her. And what's really interesting is Chloe herself feels very open to receive these things, which is a really important part of becoming a medium when someone you love dies. Like I say, I've said it many times, when someone you love passes, you become the medium and emotions are the way they speak to you. And Chloe, she's got a really cool aura. So she has a turquoise thing going on but she's got crystal underneath that so it's a real star cd vibe that's what i was thinking when i when i saw the photo that's why i thought this would be really interesting yeah star seeds have kind of a an allure about them or something and she really has that so i feel like her ability to accept and receive and believe it and navigate the feelings of grief and loss with also openness and communication and not shutting anything down helps her feel close to her mom still interesting so that's okay. really cool and i love that they had the conversation yeah okay and then what's olivia newton john's or colors olivia is interesting she changes a lot throughout her life towards the end of her life i see a lot of turquoise and i see a lot of yellow so i wonder if that's why chloe wears turquoise because mom was turquoise a little bit but okay. i see turquoise i see yellow but i also see blue in her aura too so i feel like Olivia herself was somebody who was very motivated by her heart and very motivated by 
I guess, understanding other ways to do things that aren't always the mainstream way. And, and I feel like she was organized about it or she, she could okay. put herself in a structured mindset with, with feeling like that. And she can, and you say she, her aura changed a lot. You it changed think. a lot. Like, you know, looking at her in Greece all that, the that way makes, to... Right. That makes sense to me. So, because I'm thinking, okay, she was Sandy. Yeah. And she was like, you know, good goody two-shoes. Yeah. And then by the end of the movie, she was like, <laughs> Grease Lightning. So, yeah. you know, right there, she made the big switch. Right. And maybe that kind That's of... That's kind I don't, of funny. I don't know if that... We always say actors never act. I always say that. Yes. For the most part, they don't. Yeah. Like, There's a couple exceptions. Olivia yes. Newton-John was... You could put her anywhere. You okay. know, she was somebody who yeah, could, she, yeah. she's versatile, versatile. Okay. as a person and an actress and a singer, actress, singer, you know, yeah. she connected to people. She, people really felt her genuine nature. Okay. And, and I think that that's, has a lot to do with her, her energy, her aura. Interesting. And right. she was private. She seems like she kept things together to, you yeah. know, fell apart behind the scenes, that kind of thing. Okay. So, and this is a little off the topic, but it's, it goes back to the, the aura of Chloe. Now you mm-hmm. said she's crystal. Yeah. But wears yellow? So She wears like turquoise. Uh, oh, turquoise. Yeah. Okay. So when you're... I, this is kind of, I know this is getting a little bit out of the woo-woo here. Oh, okay. With, with the starseed stuff. I know because yeah. people always have these questions with the starseeds. And they, in the discussion groups, they ask it a lot. Oh, okay. So if you're like a rainbow, like a rainbow aura, yes. is that it? Do you then have like one specific color? Like I, I know yeah. we have a guy, a guy in our group, Brian. I think you, oh, yeah. you call He's him crystal. like... You call him a crystal, but you yeah. say he has the green. Yeah, he wears green. He wears the green. They always so, have like an overlay color. Okay. Over and underneath is the starseed color. Now, I'm not a starseed expert. Right. <laughs> like, but not, I, you know, we talk about it here and there. Right. We so. do. I'm not like, because there's people that would, I mean, you don't even know Scott. That's the thing. Like our listeners are like, Scotty doesn't know. I'm like, I, 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 don't, I, I don't. I know. I know. I, I don't want to. I really don't want to. I I'm just doing this more for the listeners that ask me the okay. question and I can't answer it. I can only tell you what I see. Okay. All right. So here's from my point of view only. Okay. All right. I see either rainbows or I see crystals. And sometimes okay. I see kind of scarier stuff, which I won't go into right now. Wait. Okay. So you see either rainbows rainbow? or crystals. A, rainbow like, looks yeah. like, honestly, a prism. Like okay. that it looks as, you know, when you get those rainbows on your yeah. floor in the morning because it's caught the light and something. Oh, That's wow. what their auras look like. Okay. And then what's the crystal? Crystal looks like if you look at the actual prism mm-hmm. without color, that's what a crystal looks like. So if I was like looking at it, looks like uh, it looks like a prismed piece of glass, like a prism piece of glass. That's what you'd be looking yes, at. Yes, okay. that's what it looks like—a prismed piece of glass. Okay. And what's the other thing? You see, there's something else. You can, yeah, there's like a whole other thing. That's like, oh my God, that that's like kind of the weird. Something happened in the quote spiritual community end quote which makes what i'm about to say in line with some wackadoodle stuff and so i i'd have to go into it and then clarify it but there's kind of like weird i don't even want to call them starseed but weird alienish beings i don't even want to go into it but like they're weirdos and i want to talk about it's like that anyway all right so let's keep it the positive all right so keep it to that all right so all right so then they and then you say one color pops out over that like for yeah, Ryan, it would be the green. What about like Keanu Reeves is the same deal? Yeah, and like Keanu, he, he's he's out. crystal, but he wears kind of like a green purple thing over it. Okay, and Tom Cruise is the same. Yeah, type too? and everyone's always like Tom Cruise can't be a 
Crystal because he's awful or something. I'm like, yeah, I mean, they're still humans right. that can make decisions. Like, you're, right. they're, like, if you're a starseed or the way I see it, like, you're a person. Yeah. Like, you're an actual human. It's just this is maybe your first or second lifetime as human. And before that, you were some sort of un- other energied life forms. Okay. I really thought it was really interesting because with the ufo trials and or whatever the hearings yeah the guy said he wanted to call them interdimensional beings and i'm like bingo like that's what it feels like more to me just beings that just exist on other planes anyways okay. this is your first time in this plane as a human okay or maybe second time or something all right and so in so this, i think th- i'm yeah. trying to say there's different like species yeah, or different yeah. species or different you could say species that sounds scary but different life forms you could have been other than human and star seeds to me like crystals were one and rainbows were another and i feel like this is a way more 3d reality than they're used to from their other lifetimes so it gets confusing for them being here it's hard it's harder for them to acclimate sometimes so they have to wear another aura color to feel like oh i'm human i'm fitting in okay like how do you do this like that kind of like we're in yeah so in case of chloe she's crystal i think you said yeah and then she wears a turquoise yeah. over it? I think, I think she's just wearing Turkey, her mom. Wear, wearing her mom. Yeah, it's sweet. Very, okay, that is fascinating. Yeah, she seems like a really nice person. Yeah. You know, like they both do. Yeah. Really nice, gentle people. Yeah. But, but wasn't there some other story in there too? I, I think also her husband yeah. had the same thing with the, with the orbs. With the orb, well. right? Yeah. Like a picture showed up. At, like, yeah, and. Yeah. With the orbs. Okay, now let's go back to the orbs okay. for me to play my skeptic role here. Sure. Yes, I, I know people, they see the orbs, some people believe it. I'm sure we could get some greens to tell us that this is some trick of the <laughs> of light, course, whatever. Yeah. You know, but there was that one photo we once saw, like everyone had a little tiny yes. orb underneath oh, them yes. and everyone had someone that passed. Yeah, well, at a party, at a I, party did. That you did. I did a psychic party a long time ago. I used to do psychic parties and um, I had read six, I think five people, but six crossed over people had come through and the readings all together and then we took a couple pictures and in only one of the pictures there were six orbs of light directly over the people who they belong to okay because like everybody had one and then the one person had two so i thought that was yes it's a it's a thing you know i think some things can be explained sure some not sure i'm leaning into it and i'm gonna talk about this um the payment to to lean into it is you can feel foolish or you can feel silly or you can be like am i just making my am i making this up to make myself feel better okay now i'm just gonna end with this before we get on to your your speech i want a bigger sign okay so like forget the orb this is why they mess with you yeah i don't want the orb because like the orb there's gonna be doubt people are gonna be like oh she didn't leave the orb for him i want like a big grandiose gesture so that i know so maybe we say it now and then in like you're so annoying because, like, <laughs> if I go first, you know, you're like, you're, I'm going to be so, I already know, I'm going to be so annoyed on the other side of you because I'm going to be like, Scott, this was me. And you're like, me, me. Like, you won't believe it or you won't notice it because mm. you're, you're kind of like an oblivious personality. So I, I bet I could leave all I, sorts of stuff and you wouldn't even know. You think that's really? Yeah. But, like, but if we do like a sign right now and like, all right, then I'll know. Like, you, go to Nebraska. Get to this corner, and then there's going to be this waiting for you. 
and I'll be like, and I'll go there. And if it's there, no, that's too much control. Because I don't know what the rules are when you go over there, which I'm not going to talk about. There are, there is like a way you can and can't act when you go over there. There's a set of rules that we All might right. not know about. All right. I told you forever ago how I was going to come to you. Do you remember? I've, oh, you told me already? <gasps> That's oh, awful. See, this, this is why. See, see, it doesn't even matter because you won't remember. <laughs> I already told you this like 10, no, maybe like before we were married. Oh, well, I'm not You say don't it. remember? All right. Can you... A three-legged dog. Oh, yeah. Three-legged wow. dog. Wow. Ouch. I was going to come to you as a three-legged dog. But the- <laughs> you poor... <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm having a marital issue. How are you coming to me, Scott? Uh, if well, you go first. I didn't think about that because I'm too scared of thinking of something like that. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm going first anyways. But well, you go first. What, what, what are you coming back as for the children? All right. So I'm going to actually be this thing is what you're telling me? No, you're not. You're not it. You just send it. Oh, I'm going to send you, <laughs> well, maybe Hammy the Hamster, who... What? You're going to send me a hamster? Mascot. No, Hammy the Hamster. Just Hammy the Hamster? Yeah. You might be long gone by this time. There'll be like a little symbol on his foot. No, you're too specific. Oh. This See, is your problem. I yeah, I want it to be real Don't specific. be like Olivia Newton-John. Just be like, I'll be an orb, so you know I won't get disappointed. No, because I want to make sure. <laughs> I want to make sure. You know, no, just the orbs, are, the orbs great and all, but I want more. I want more than the orb. And that's probably why they are messing with you me. You know, all this right. is why they're messing with you. When, if I go first, I'm going to, me and Phoebe are coming for you. Okay. No, yeah. we're just coming You're for coming you. You're coming for me? Yeah, we're going to mess with you double time. Okay. You, uh, You're welcome. There's three-legged dog. Three-legged is there going to be any leg there, like wooden? Is it going to be like a three-legged yeah, like you're going to have a wooden leg? Like, yeah, it's like, like a pirate pirate dog. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Maybe a dog <laughs> with an eye patch. Because an eye patch. I want an eye patch dog. Because... But if somebody gave you like a rendering of a three-legged dog randomly, that would wo- that would count. That would and count? you might not notice. <sighs> and I'd be over there, All right. like just seething. So wait to see what you're telling me. Is you're already mad at me on the other side. Well, I wasn't until I you brought it future. up. Until you brought it up. I was fine with you until yeah. you just brought this up. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> Great. All right. All right. Anyway, all right. Let's take a quick break. And then you're going to come back with the seven signs. I had been paying for technology storage. It was like a weird amount. And you know what the only reason was why I kept paying for it? I had no idea how to cancel it. And I couldn't just sit down and get it together to jump through the who knows how many loopholes to actually cancel it. Well, thank you, Rocket Money, because Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place, including when I see that subscription pop up, all I had to do was press the word cancel and all those loopholes, Rocket Money took care of it. Most people think they're spending $80 on their subscriptions, when in reality, the number is closer to like $200. When you've signed up for so many things like streaming services used to watch like one show or free trials for some delivery don't use or tech storage subscriptions like I was using. It's so easy to lose track, which you're paying for. But with Rocket Money, you just easily cancel the ones you don't want with a press of a button. No more long hold times or annoying emails with customer service. You know they make you do that on purpose, so you just forget about it forever like I was doing. Rocket Money can even negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. They do it for you. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money also lets you monitor all your expenses in one place. 
recommends custom budgets based on your past spending, and they'll even send you notifications when you've reached your spending limits. With over 3 million users and counting, Rocket Money customers have saved an average of $720 a year. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash KYA. That's rocketmoney.com slash KYA. Rocketmoney.com slash KYA. I wanted to talk about today how loved ones on the other side may be contacting you in ways that we don't normally hear about. So, of course, sometimes we talk about numbers, seeing numbers or seeing orbs. But what about some really interesting, unique, and common ways they're actually connecting with you and you might not be realizing it? You might be passing it off as something else. In previous episodes, I've talked about how when someone you love passes, you become the medium. I really want you to think about that. When someone you love passes, you're the one that can communicate with them. And it's something that I want to empower you about because that relationship, that bond isn't broken and, it, and it's still accessible to you. The way that it's accessible, though, is now more through emotion. So a lot of times understanding your own emotions and understanding how you feel or how you're reacting to things that are happening happening around you, your loved ones on the other side can utilize emotions to communicate with you. So we're going to talk about that too. So here's the deal when we talk about ways loved ones on the other side contact you. The proof is in the heart. That's the truth, you know. It's not the eyes, it's the heart. And every one on the other side is different. Those that every single person who passed was a person with a personality and now they're on the other side and they're also unique. We can't control how they communicate with us. And that can be really hard because we want to think, okay, if, if you're here, turn on the lights. If you're here, get this thing done for me. If you're here, make a noise. And we've been there. You know, we've all been there where we're just so distraught at the passing of someone that we loved so much. Sometimes it can be really easy and it's something that we, we can struggle with. Like, why can't you reach out? Why can't you communicate in a, in a stronger way? Here, here's the thing. We don't know the rules there. And I have said this before. Yes, I do mediumship, but I'm just like the telephone. I'm a person just like you. I only get what they give me, you know? So I see what they let me see, but it's so much that I don't think that we understand. So understanding, I guess, that there's some sort of set of rules where they can't apparate in front of you in a given moment, or they can't turn the lights on and off when you ask them to, or, or something like that. If you just understand that, you know, it's, it's not, it's not proof that there's nothing, you know, it's, it's just, there's a different set of rules when you pass and we don't really know what they can and cannot do. So for today, we're talking about things that tend to happen, which we can brush off, or we can decide to pay attention to instead. And here's the, here's the really powerful part. When we pay attention the ability they have to communicate gets stronger. Then it starts getting to the point where even the strongest skeptics like, hey, wait a second. The payment, the sacrifice, it's it's being hopeful. 
And it's feeling at times, am I being silly? Am I just being wishful? Am I just, am I being foolish? That's the, that's the sacrifice. That's the payment for this. But the payoff, wow. It's a really deep connection that resonates very strongly in your heart and your soul. You feel them. Because the bond you have with the ones you love is not broken and it can never break. And leaning on that bond, that's how you can know it's them and how you can learn to feel it and see it in a different way. Um, a couple things to consider. Not all loved ones on the other side are as strong as others. I mean, I'll see loved ones on the other side who are taken too soon. Sometimes they need a moment. Sometimes they need a moment to get it together over there. It's a, it's a sh- how many people have I read on the other side? And it's, it's kind of like they're not ready yet. They're not ready. They, they are just finding their footing on the other side. That can happen. So, so it can take a couple months, sometimes more, for someone to start reaching out with signs from the other side. Or sometimes someone who passed and they went through a terrible trauma turmoil in their passing, or it was really, really a, a tough passing, they can need a moment. They, they Sometimes they need healing. Sometimes they need time to heal. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. And sometimes people who have passed by suicide, they they I feel them often needing healing. And they go to, and I felt it, they let me feel it, a womb-like place, and I cry every time I even mention it just because of remembering, wow, sometimes when I feel it on people, when, when you're, you're so, you all are so generous, and when you give me pictures of your loved ones who's, loved ones who've passed, you're so vulnerable, and, and, and maybe, oh, those get me, the people who die by suicide, because it's like, they, they need to, they need to, they need to heal, but they go somewhere really safe. And it feels like a womb, just very, very cushioned and safe and enveloped in complete love and safety. And they just need that for a little bit before they can start uh, contacting. So for a lot of different reasons, there can be a bit of a time in between someone's passing and someone reaching out with signs. But let me tell you something. Sometimes they were ready to go. (laughs) They were like, all right, I'm good over here. And they start communicating super quick. And a lot of times those are, those are, I get that. I'm not, I'm laughing because it's like, um, I get a lot of older people, you know, your grandparents, you'll give me pictures of, and, and they just come through with so much love and they show me they're busy on their other side and they're doing things and they send out signs all the time and they're fine. And, and it's just like, uh, it's such a uplifting feeling that they give me like, Hey, Life continues over here, and I'll see you when you get here, but in the meantime, and they're just real strong in spirit, I'll call it. So so let's talk about a few. Um, how, many, how many ones do I have here? I think I wrote down seven. I wrote down about seven just kind of out of the ordinary ways. Loved <laughs> ones on the other side could be contacting you and you might just be like, that's weird and move on with your day. And if you take a moment instead and you're like, oh my gosh, hi, thank you. That makes so much difference because you're leaning on the bond and you're also validating them and there's still people and validation makes you more confident and then they get stronger in spirit. You, it's like tugging on that thread between you and them when you validate something. Okay, so first one, we'll call it found objects. Have you ever just found something? 
from someone on the other side. Um, maybe it was a photo album or you found their wallet or you're just randomly searching through things and, and you found a piece of jewelry and you're like, oh my gosh, how'd this get here? That's crazy. You know? Okay. I opened up my um, glove compartment a while back and a letter from Scott's cousin popped out and it was an old letter that he had never opened. It was her last Hanukkah gift to him. So inside was her little Hanukkah card and her little $25 check that she always wrote him, even though he's like an adult and he got it after she died. So knowing Scott, he was too upset to open it and he just kind of shoved it in the glove compartment, but I found it. But here's what's weird. Why, why was it suddenly in there when this was like a year after she'd passed? I'd been in that glove compartment a ton of times. I've never seen anything in it. It was never in there. He didn't see it since the day that he shoved it away. He didn't even remember doing that. And it just pops out. And it was right around the anniversary of her passing. Well, spirit often will contact you by way of having you find things that you're meant to. And if you can think about times that may have happened to you, you might be like, oh, I just shrugged that off. But a lot of times they're kind of just putting something in your way and they want you to be like, oh my gosh, hi. So when I saw that, I was like, hi, Annette, you know, hi, Annette, thank you. Hi. Yes, we got your check. We're still not going to cash it, but we're so, (laughs) we're so grateful for you. You know, just really just kind of their way of being like, hello, I'm here. Um, just to piggyback off that, my cousin i get i get a package one day and my cousin had sent me all these old pictures of my grandma it just came through her to just randomly send me photos of me and me and my grandparents and them and i'm like opening it and i'm just like crying and she's like i don't know i just felt like you needed to get it i just felt like this is something you should have and it was very random Cause we weren't, you know, we, we don't talk all the time. So it's kind of like random and yeah, I just felt my grandma so strong. And even my cousin was like, yeah, I think she told me to do it, you know? So just these little ways that they can contact and get to you and, and whatnot. Support for today's episode comes from Jenny Kane. Jenny Kane believes in the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs so you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Personally, the piece that I can't live without is their cashmere cocoon cardigan. The amount of wear I get out of this piece of clothing is... It blows my mind. I dress it up and I've dressed it up. I wore it on vacation. I wear it on cool summer nights. I feel comfortable, but I look elegant in it. And that's the whole thing with Jenny Kane. They're minimalist and effortless, but very refined. They have elevated versions of all your everyday basics. And I'm going to have to check out the most incredible home essentials too that they have. Jenny Kane is here to let you live your best summer yet. And for a limited time, listeners get 15% off their first order. Go to JennyKane.com and use the code KYA to get 15% off. These are forever pieces, so go find them at JennyKane.com. Our listeners, again, get 15% off your first order when you use code KYA at checkout. That's 15% off your first order. J E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E dot com. Promo code K-Y-A. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Okay, number two. 
borrowing. Borrowing is when a spirit takes an item to another plane for a while. <laughs> Do you have, growing up, um, <laughs> this is funny. I had a, I had a really good friend, and she was in a, a house, and and they they would always lose things, and they'd blame it on the house ghost. Okay, and that's really borrowing. So if you've ever felt like something is missing and then you find it like in plain sight, not too much longer, it's very possible that this is a person on the other side trying to get your attention and they take it to a different plane, like a different dimension. So you really won't be able to find it. And it's super inconvenient and annoying, especially if you're somebody who you're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. But if you see borrowing as what it is, it's like, okay, you're trying to get to my attention. All right. So, so here's, here's an example. I had a friend lose her late mom's engagement ring, which she would wear from time to time, but kept in the same exact spot. And it was left where it always was. But then the next time she went to put it on, it was completely gone. Like, where is it? Right. And she looked everywhere for it. Of course, she was very upset. She was inconsolable. She didn't know where it was. She was beside herself. And honestly, it it felt like her mom had just taken it for a while and it wasn't really lost, just borrowed or in between. And it was bringing up a lot of stuff with with her because um, she there was a lot of, listen, it's your mom, right? So there's a lot of grief and unresolved sadness about her passing and all this, just it opened it back up. So you'd wonder, like, why would her mom kind of borrow a ring or, or do this to her and make her go through that? And I'll tell you why. Your emotions, and this is like for everything, your emotions when with dealing with loved ones on the other side are really important. You can view emotion as bad or you can view emotion as helpful. Even when you're sad, when you're missing them, that's a feeling our egos tend to shut down. Okay, you don't have time for this today. You can't be in a hole of grief. You can't, you can't put yourself to bed all day and cry. Get over it brush it out of your head, distract, move on. That's a very ego, which is our human part of ourselves, which helps us survive on this 3D plane. That's an ego thing to do with grief. In the 5D, those feelings, even though they can't always feel very pleasant, they're actually how we connect to people on the other side. So her mom was trying to get her to like, almost kind of poke at her, at her grief boo-boo and be like, hey, Feel it because I'm there. When you dig past all the sad stuff, I'm there. Please don't shut it out. So as she's lost the ring and she's really upset, everything's coming up. And the biggest thing that's coming up is I miss my mom. I miss her so badly. And that's an unpleasant feeling, but it's also a real feeling. And it's also really vulnerable. And it's also a place where loved ones on the other side where her mom can shoot right through. So what happened? About three months to the day, she found the ring in the exact spot. She had always left it. <laughs> and she was like, what? Now, you have options here when this happens to you, when someone, when a person on the other side is doing the borrowing thing to you. You have options. You can say you're going crazy. Okay, I'm going crazy. I am nuts. Okay. Or it's a lapse of your memory. Oh, this is just like I was here. I didn't see it because I'm stressed. You know, it's just my brain or whatever. Or you can give a nod to the spirit world and say, hey, thanks. I see you. Because just like us, they want and need validation too. You do have options here. My suggestion, go with the hey, thanks out loud thing. Embrace it. 
embrace it. <laughs> embrace it. Okay, number three, what other people randomly say to you. Loved ones on the other side can kind of, I mean, for lack of a better word here, hijack the words of the people around you to give you a message. And some of us are just easier to do this with than others. Kids, for example, are super easy to hijack because they'll just let themselves talk without a filter. It's not possession and it's not anything horrible or scary. It's actually really, it's really sweet. It's really special because it's someone that you love coming through another person's words, their energy. Like talking, if you just let yourself ramble, things come out. When I do a reading, that's how I do it. I'll just start talking and then I'm like, oh, and then I just start babbling stuff. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm about to say. I don't even know what I'm saying here. Well, kids do that all the time. So they're just easier to hijack. But you, you know, this can happen with adults and strangers. And if you've ever felt like, I don't know, I just walked up to this person. I just felt like I needed to say this to them. You know, I just felt like I needed to say this to you. And I don't know why that is spirit moving through you to get you to give a message to someone they love. But here's an example of this. My grandma's, my other grandma, her birthday's in May, May 18th to be exact. And she died when I was 19. We were really close. But when my oldest, who's now 14, when she was about seven, she showed me her wall calendar. She was randomly coloring a wall calendar. I don't know. She wanted a wall calendar and she was coloring it. Okay. And it wasn't even May. I think it was in the fall, but she had colored every calendar and tried to make the match seasons and do little drawings or whatever. She was being creative. Anyhow, she showed me and she turned to May, the month of May. And on May 18th, she had put just a ton of flowers and stickers and drawings on that day alone and none of the other days. And it wasn't Mother's Day that year. It was just a random midweek day, but she had vibrantly colored it. And she was seven. Like she didn't know. I'm not, I don't know. I don't, not like we're celebrating grandma's birthday every year. I don't do that. So it was very random. And I said, Hey, why'd you do that? Why'd you, why'd you make this day special? And she's like, it just felt like a special day. And I'm like, Oh, grandma, you know, like I really felt like that was grandma. And, and it was totally her anyways, because she would love creative things. And she was the first grade teacher. And it's totally something she would have showed up for and helped my daughter make for me. So it just felt really like her. And it was really sweet. Did it make me feel sad too? Yeah, I miss her. Made me feel real sad. But it also made me feel really connected. So both, you know, two things can be true. We can be sad and we can be connected at the same time. And then we can smile through the tears so another way loved ones on the other side will contact you is through subtle signs. So this is number four. And this is one that I think isn't that unfamiliar to us. Um, little uh, Loved ones on the other side will use anything they can to get your attention. And nature symbols do seem to be their go-to for some reason. Um, so a bird who visits you, a feather on your doorstep, flowers which are given to you, which remind you of them. No matter how coincidental you think it is, just again, lean into it say, hey, give thanks because it gets stronger, but they can use other things too. And sometimes objects um, and other little signs, like maybe find coins or things like that, that make you think of the person. So here's my story with that. My neighbor, who is seven now, her whole life, I mean, I've lived here, I've known her for her whole life. She's always finding bobby pins everywhere. It's super weird. Like, bobby pins, you know, like the ballerinas use or whatever. And I will see her 
like when I see her, she'll empty her pockets and there's always like a bobby pin. And her mom's just like, oh, yep. There she goes again with the bobby pins. Finds them wherever she goes. Her grandma, who she did not get to meet in this physical world, her grandma. So it's her mom's mom, her mom's grandma. So I guess it'd be her great grandma. Yeah. So it's her, it's her mom's um, grandma. So her great grandma, who she didn't get to meet, um, that's how everybody remembered her because I guess she wore a lot of bobby pins. It was like her thing. She was kind of, you know, she had the grandma hairstyle with a lot of the stereotypical grandma hairstyle with a lot of bobby pins holding up an updo. And that was her thing. Sometimes grandmas have a thing. And because she, she, um, every time she finds a bobby pin, they're always like, oh, hi, grandma. And I feel like that's why her daughter finds so many because every time they find one, they say, hi, grandma. She found, she finds them everywhere. She found them in front of me, like on the, on her driveway once she finds them at recess in the field at the school. Um, and no one in their home wears bobby pins. So it's, it's just one of those things that makes them feel connected. Okay. Number five, other people will get the messages you wish you got. All right. When someone dies that and you're really close, it can be really hard for them to reach you sometimes. So they'll outsource. They will outsource to your intuitive friends. And you might have at one point been the intuitive friend that someone's loved one who's passed has connected to so that you could go tell your friend because they're just too sad to get the message themselves. They're like too inundated with grief. So when my friend actually went through this, she had this huge dream about the mom of one of her really good friends. And in, in her dream, her mom's friend came through really strong and said, Hey, take care of my daughter and be there for her. And she woke up and she was just like, Whoa, Oh my gosh. Like something is she, she's dead. And sure enough, the next day, my friend finds out that her her good friend's mom had passed, and my friend was totally in shock, not only because she got this very realistic dream, which was actually a visitation, but also because she didn't understand why the mom would come to her and not her own daughter. But honestly, many times when we're in the midst of it, we're just too sad to get the messages, um, especially at first. Grief can just be too much. Our brains really do shut down when we're going through something like that with the shock of it all. If, if you've been there, you get it. Um, so it's easier just to grab an outsider when you're someone on the other side, grab that outsider and give them the message when you're, when you're on the other side. It's just easier to outsource. Um, my friend told her friend all of this and it comforted her. Uh, but there can always be like, well, why didn't mom come to me? And it's like, because you're, it's just too hard for you right now. But it, the wall will come down over time. It definitely will come down, but it's not personal. You know, you got to understand like people on the other side are just people like they're you, but on the other side. Okay. So they're trying. (laughs) So you got to cut them some slack. Like I tell people, you don't, you don't go on the other side and sprout wings and know everything. And you're like a superhero, your, your energy on the other side and it's eternal energy, but it's like the next phase. That's really what it feels like to me. But there are rules that govern it because I think it's some sort of dimension or plane of existence. And and you can do some things and cannot do other things. And And the biggest way that you can contact people is through intuitive messages. And you have to be emo- emotionally open to it. So, so that's why when someone passes, you become the medium because you're the one 
with the lifeline to them. You're the one with the love connection. They can ride that right back to you. And that's why I really want to do this episode because I'm like, let's think about things differently. Let's have a different perspective of this stuff so that you can open up to different ways that maybe you weren't thinking that they were trying to get get to you. I'm really doing this for the people on the other side. So they so they so they can get to you easier. Just trying to open up different pathways for you to and a lot of you already know this, by the way. A lot of you already know this. Sometimes when you're sad, it's just hard to see it. Know Your Aurora podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. When I was 27, I was pregnant with my first daughter and I was absolutely petrified. I was just scared about everything. I was anxious about being pregnant. I was scared about delivery. I was really just scared about the unknown and going to therapy was so beneficial. The tools I learned for self-advocacy and managing my own anxiety are things I still use to this day. You don't need to have gone through major trauma to benefit from therapy. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash KYA to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash KYA. Okay, number six, you see them and you smell them. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is an interesting one. Uh, let's start with you see them, okay? Have you ever looked at someone and did like a double take because they looked like your dad who passed? Or your best friend from high school who was taken too soon from this world. And you're just like, that's so weird. I saw, I swear to God, I looked and I saw this person and they looked exact, exactly like so-and-so. So weird. Spirit can mess with your third eye to give you messages or to just say hi. And the same thing can happen with smell. And I've talked about the smell one a lot, like smelling smoke and knowing, oh, that's grandpa. Or smelling your aunt's perfume are all ways that they can give you a message too. I've talked about that one. But the double take when you see someone, that's kind of a big deal. And I think a lot of people don't realize that that spirit messing with your third eye. So here's an example. I have two. First one, um, I had a client. This is actually really sad. So trigger warning, child death. Okay. And then just, if you, if you don't want to hear that right now, just fast forward like two minutes. Okay. I had a client who lost her very young child, very tragically. I won't go into it. He was only a toddler. That's really sad. But she was seeing him everywhere, okay? Everywhere. Just everywhere. On every child's face, she would see his face. It was getting to the point where she didn't even want to be around kids anymore or anyone. And this is like, you know, not not that you... Of course, you never, the, you never get over this. You're never going to get over this. But it was... It was suffocating her. It was torturous for her. She was seeing him all the time. And of course, we can talk about trauma. And I am not uh, like any sort of professional with trauma. I'm assuming that this has something to do with how the brain can process trauma and things like that as well. Good point, obviously. But at the same time, understanding that perhaps this was her young child's way of saying hi, that that, that really, it didn't fix it, but it comforted her. And allowed her to take just a breath and instead of avoiding it, instead of associating that feeling with guilt and pain, she also let some joy in and some comfort and some of his memories and his love. 
and her love too. And after that, she felt a bit calmer. And like I said, of course, she never healed from that, but she was able to manage and flow better afterwards and kind of just move forward. Because I don't think you heal from that, but I do think that you learn to live with it and that that helped her that helped in her in her learning to live with it. I have another one. This one's a little happier. Scott. I had a picture of Brianna when she was like one. I've, I do. I have the picture of Brianna when she was one and she's just sitting. I don't know. It's just like one of those Sears portraits that you do when your kids are first born. You're like, I'll go to Sears. Okay. So anyways, and she's just in a dress and it's just a picture of her. No big deal. And I put it on the wall. Scott, Megan, I can't look at that. Every time I look at her, I see my grandma's face. His grandma's passed. I'm like, okay. Now, he, I'm like, which one? And he's like, Grandma June. Well, our oldest was named after. That's her middle name, June. And he kept saying it to the point where I had to take the picture down because every time he would walk and go by it, he'd see his grandma's face. He's like, she's looking at me. It's like my grandma's looking at me. It's really, It was really freaking him out. He was really freaking So I had to take the picture of Bree down. Fast forward because she's like 14 now. I showed him and he's like, I'm like, do you remember this? He's like, no. Like he wasn't seeing his grandma's face in it anymore, you know? And that's, his grandma was trying to say hello, but her grandson was like, I'm scared. You know how, how we can be like that. And, um, but that was her way of saying hi to kind of stick in her face on Bree's face and be like, Hey, thanks for naming your kid after me. I really appreciated that. But it's really, uh, and this is why I like this story because it can freak you out. It can stress you out or you can, but I think that that's sometimes like when we're not looking at it in a different way, like perhaps that's their way of saying hello. <gasps> Wait a second. That's their way of saying hello. Okay. Well, hi back. And thank you for that. Now it's an easier thing. It's like the, it's like a barrier or an obstacle is taken down and they won't push so hard either. Last one, electricity. You name it, I've heard it, I've also experienced it. Smoke alarms, clocks, home alarm systems, TV, anything, electricity surges, messing with your car dashboard, especially older model cars. This is a thing, okay? For some reason, I think older model cars might be easier to mess with. And if you're a paranormal entity, and I'll let the green auras ponder as to why. I think it's easier for spirit to mess with the old old cars versus the new ones, which might say something about, I don't know, that's for you guys to ponder. Radios, kids' toys, which have noise features, which I have a story about, phones, Wi-Fi, battery life on anything. They are energy. So when you're at loved ones on the other side are energy and there's something with electricity, there's something where they can latch onto it and mess with it and move it around. Um, When we did our, I'll never get over it, the the sound boxes. Um, they call them spirit boxes. We did two Mystic Michaela spiritual, uh, spiritual, uh, wait, two Mystic Michaela Halloween spe- uh, specials um, where we used spirit boxes to communicate with spirit. And it's crazy. Like they, they like the stuff we got. I have uh, reels over on Know Your Aura Pod about it. Anyways, it's a real thing. And even with my own readings, it happens every so often, maybe two readings a month if I really had to gauge it when a mediumship reading is happening and my phone will completely die. I do phone readings. The phone is always always has like a full charge because it's annoying when it runs low and it's happened so much at this point. I plan for it, but it will drain the phone. 
And some of you may even have had a reading with me where this has happened. And I always feel like I'm like the crazy psychic lady making it up, (laughs) but it is real. But here's my uh, kid's toy story. When I was in college, I was a nanny for two young kids and I was 22 and I had mediumship abilities. They were always there, but I always pushed them away because they freaked me out. I did not want to deal with it. It scared the heck out of me. I didn't understand it. It would overwhelm me. Um, all that. Anyhow, the woman I babysat for, her mom had died, who had never got to meet the kids on this earth plane. Um, she passed a long while before they were born, and I felt her there all of the time. And I was watching at the time a two-year-old and an infant, and every night at the same time, I would be totally alone right after putting those kids to bed, and the toys would go off in the corner. This mom, she had all the kids' toys in a corner, and they'd all go off at the same time, which freaked me out. And I would just sit there in the dark (laughs) and try not to move. I was so scared, and I felt the mom so strong, and I knew it was her. Now, if that happens to me today, I would be like, oh, hi, Grandma. Kids are so good. They love their mommy. You made such a great mom for their grandkids. I love watching them. Thank you for being here with me at night, waiting for your daughter to get home. If that was me now, I'd be like, oh, you might think this is weird, but your mom, I feel her all the time. I just feel like she's setting the toys off. I just feel her. She just loves you so much. That is how I would deal with it now. (laughs) But back then, I was just petrified and scared. And it's really just because I wasn't ready to deal with it. You know, and some of you might have had that same experience too, where they're trying to talk to you and you're just not ready to deal with it yet. So it can just be really scary, but it's not scary. It's just them trying to talk to you. Um, finally, this is my last, this is like a, this is like one more tip. Okay. Um, and I've heard this from a lot of my clients. So I got this one from a lot of my clients, assign your loved ones a sign Let's say your dad passed and you feel like you want to build that communication between realms. Give him a sign to use. Dad, I'm just being super random. When I see a bear, I'm going to think of you. And believe it when you see it. Even if someone mentions seeing a bear in the neighborhood, it'd be like, oh, dad. Hi, dad. Okay. That's where we start, right? Remember how I started this uh, segment today? I said, the payment is feeling a little silly. The payment at first is feeling a little foolish, but who cares, right? Because watch it start to manifest in different and stronger ways the more you lean into it, okay? Watch that happen. And then the payoff is feeling that connection and that strength and that love between you and your loved ones on the other side, and it feels more empowered than, it, than you ever could dream it could, These are just some of the signs on the other side people can send you. I wanted to do the little oddball ones, but I'd love to hear your stories and your personal signs. I've had my rescue kitty, Dusty. He's one of my three cats, and I've had him for about three years now. And I was always feeding him kitty kibble, and I was always worried about, why isn't he eating it, and why is he being so finicky? Well, I found out about Smalls and everything changed. This podcast is sponsored by Smalls. And if you're a listener of the show, you know that my kitties cannot live without Smalls. Smalls is a cat food, a protein packed recipes made with preservative free ingredients you'd find in your own fridge and it's delivered right to your door. So Dusty now, who is being a real finicky eater, he goes right for the Smalls. He looks better. His fur 
is shinier. The kitty litter is less smelly, which is a big deal when you have three cats. And he eats and he's excited about food. He's not just pushing it around or looking at me with that cat stink eye, you know, they all give you. So Smalls is the cat food I give to my cat. So if you want to give it a try and ditch kibble forever, head to smalls.com slash KYA and use promo code KYA at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code KYA for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code KYA for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Okay, so let's continue that conversation over on the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family Facebook page. All right, let's 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 shift gears a little bit. So we did a meditation on 8-8. We do our Zoom. Every year we do this meditation, the Lion's Gate portal. It's like the strongest day of the year, I right, to, to manifest. Yeah. And we had over 400-something people sign up. I think it was like 472 people, a lot of people. So cool. And... The idea is, I mean, you're probably better at explaining it than I am, but I'll, I'll give it my best. The idea is that we take the collective energy of all the people mm-hmm. that are on the Zoom call that are, are, are doing the meditation and we put it into one, right? I think you yeah. call it unbounded awareness. Right. So that's, that's what we try to do. And I, I like to do the meditation as, as well, you know. And this time I actually, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to follow this one to a T. Yeah. I'm going to do every single thing you say. When you meditate, because I'm like, most of the time I do it, but I'm in a chair and I'm kind of fidgeting around and I'll go in and out of it. But I'm like, this time I'm going to do it all. So right. I actually got a nice spot on the floor. I laid down and got myself comfortable and I did the breathing exercises because usually I don't do those, but I'm doing my bre- like deep breathing and I'm doing the whole thing. And I'm going to tell you, it was insane. Yeah. You had a real experience. Yeah. And I, you're not even a visualizer. No. No, I, I could feel it. It was the most intense part. And I said this at the end of the, uh, end of the uh, meditation the other night was when you asked the people to give back the energy, I truly felt it. So ba- basically you, 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 what you do is you pick out your intention, you set it, you do that whole part of it. And then you, then everyone does it for you. Right. And I felt that was the strongest part. Well, I first this, you do it for everyone. Right. And then, and yeah, yeah. And then receive it. Yeah. And you receive it. Yeah. Right. Then you yes. receive it. And this crew, you could, I felt it. Yeah. It was like in my chest, I felt this massive weight of energy coming in. Yeah. It was really powerful. Okay. I am a skeptic people. I don't meditate, but I felt it. Yeah. It was and really powerful. Yeah. It, and though, here's the one thing with, with our people yeah. and our listeners that was the strongest part. I know. They want it more for the other person than even themselves. Oh, I felt that. That That's, it's so much it's like our the Miss Vincaya spiritual family. And even if you just come once and you're part of it, we're very yeah. inclusive. The amount of care and concern and love you have for everybody else's intentions, you were giving so much energy to that. So when when you turned it around in the meditation and you were receiving it for yourself, you know, yeah, that, it's that, hard for a lot of people to do that, to yeah. receive it for themselves. Right. But yeah. I felt that. Yeah, it was crazy powerful, really amazing. Yeah. But but manifesting is something that it's not a magic wand. And it is something that if you understand that, you can work with it better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, yeah. And 
Now, normally I'm in the camp of with all the people that like, I can't meditate because there's a lot of people that are like, I can't meditate. Nothing happened. Nothing happens for me. And I'm always like, yeah, me too. I don't, I don't get it either. Right. And we were kind of like, we, we form a bond, like the, <laughs> the three of us. I can't. You and the other ones that are like, what is this? Yeah. I just fell asleep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Everybody else is like crying tears. Oh my God. Right. Like, oh. And then there's like me and like three other people like, right. Yeah. Like it so, was okay. I relaxed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So not this I couldn't be in that camp this time because right. I'd be lying. It really did happen. Okay, that's great. But I did see a post on the Mystic and by the way, one of the things I did put down as my intentions was that I'd be able to read better on the podcast. Oh. Yeah, because everyone knows <laughs> I just cannot read. You kind read. of stumble over things. Yeah, I stumble a little. over. It. So right. that was one of the things we'll see if that comes true. Okay. Today. But um Kelsey F wrote a, wrote she she attended the lion's gate meditation with us. And this is what she wrote. And it's kind of stood out to me and maybe we can help her a little bit here. Okay. Sounds good. All right. She says, I'm feeling a bit defeated. Maybe MM can help. I did the lion's gate portal manifestations last year, wrote them out. I did it this year too. I went to find the paper for last year's and my list of things are exactly the same as last year's. It makes me feel sad that I have the exact same dreams and not one of them has come around. Maybe I'm reading too much into it or I'm not doing it right. Or just all stuff that takes time. I'm glad she wrote that. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I said, like manifesting, it's it's not a magic wand. And sometimes it's not. I mean, I'm just being real about it. It's not literal. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of misinformation out there about manifesting where it's like, oh, if you think something, it'll have you want a car, a car will show up in your driveway. You want, you know, the perfect soulmate to come into your life. That person will show up. You know, it. There's two ways you can do it. And this is why I love our meditation that we do. In unbounded awareness, which is you can consider it like a 5D realm, everything's available to you. If you want to feel love, you can feel love on that plane. If you want to feel safe or financially okay, or if you want to feel anything that you want to feel, you can feel it in the 5D. Once you start feeling something emotionally, it can finally trickle down into the 3D reality. That's how manifesting works. But it's going to work in its own timing. And you also have to kind of understand that about it. So, for example, if I want, I don't know, I'm just putting it out there, um, a new house. All right. I might not want a new house. That might not actually be the thing. I have to go, what are the feelings behind the new house? Do I want a different neighborhood. So I want to feel connection. I want to feel open spaces. I want to feel comfortable where I'm living. I want to feel grateful for my surroundings. Those are more kind of 5D emotional states that you can work on creating presently all the time. If you do that, What's going to happen is you're going to kind of start making choices or start noticing what you notice and not noticing other things. And eventually it can trickle into real things in reality that perhaps you wouldn't have noticed or acted on or been open to before all of a sudden become open to you, if that makes sense. So there's like a very logical way you can think about how this actually works. If you believe it, it will show up in some way or you'll see it where in the past maybe you wouldn't have. But manifesting can be hard because there's a couple things. You can't control other people. You right. can't. Right. So if you want someone else to be a certain way, you got to let that part go. 
and you have to watch out. For, I don't know what she asked for. You know what I mean? Yeah. But looking at Kelsey's colors, she's purple blue to go. Okay. Which to me, and I'm just looking at her, she's a nurturing, lovely person. And I do get with her that there's this feeling, there's this need that perhaps something isn't enough for her right now. Okay. And that she needs something outside of herself to fill whatever that is. And I would tell Kelsey right now, there's nothing you need outside of yourself. It's all in you. So my intentions for her, like a little rewrite, would be what are things that you can obtain now that have nothing to do with anything else showing up or you taking from or you not being enough, if that makes sense. So there's no missing piece to any puzzle. You will have it all together. How do I go inside to bring those out? Not, will they come to me? Or can I go journey outside? Or will it just luckily show up? Nope. Your intentions are, where are they already inside of me? And how do I bring them to the surface in the 5D through emotion and feeling as if it already is around? You want love? Feel loved. You know, find love in the places where it already is. You know, that does that make sense? Yeah. And that seems like, in all honesty, it seems something that's more in your control. Mm -hmm. Where you're not just going out and saying, hey, I want it this new house or something, yeah. which is like too, it leaves up too much room for other right. things to be in play, right. which and, and makes sense. I, I get what she's saying because I think further on, she's like, these are things I'll always want. These are eternally for me. Yeah, I think that she, yeah, in her comments, yeah, she, she did say like something like there's one specific thing that she really right. wants. And so I can see with her, I'd love to look at them because I want to see, I wish I, I should have asked her for him because I want to see what she is writing and how she's writing it. Right. Because I just have this feeling that it's something that might reflect an inner belief that she's not enough as is mm. in some area of her life. Okay. Um, so yeah, but, but that is a purple blue to go issue too, which yeah. we all we all can understand. But yeah, I think I think with manifesting, um, yeah, like I said, there's a lot of misinformation out there that you can just like poof, appear things in your yeah. life and, and people put on a real act or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's sometimes about gratitude and looking at what you have and finding what you need and what you have because what you focus on does grow. So finding what you need in what you already have creates more lanes for those things to grow. Um, Where you put your attention is where things end up growing and showing up in any part of our life. So if you think about it that way, just paying attention to something that you already have, even if it's an unlike thing, but kind of the same, that can, that can help you a lot find more of it. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. And then again, you, there's also, I, I guess you have to also have your style too. Like I went in there, yeah. I, did, I did not have a list. I know you had a list. <laughs> yes. And, well, and we looked at your list from last year. Yeah. We did it last year too. And I think we did it the year before, I'm not sure. But Oh yeah, I do it every year. Yeah, we do it every I, year. And I save all my lists. And not all of them come not true. Not everyone, but a no. lot did. A lot did. A lot did, but not everyone. And yeah. I, of course, looked at my list, which I didn't write. And I do it differently. You just, I hijack, just wing it. I, you hijack my list. No, I wing it. I wing it. <laughs> like last like, year's list have little carrots in it, like a little carrot, and then like well, your thing. Yeah, sometimes I, just put, I put, sometimes I just sign my name next to your thing. <laughs> uh, that's my list too. You're like, I like that. I'll, I'll, I save it. Yeah, that's yeah. yours. But yeah, I don't write a list. I'd never written a list out. I just went in there. I wing it. You know, I just go in. You gotta. I, go in I think you gotta write it down. Nah, 
not <laughs> okay. I'm not, I'm not, that's not, that's not, why they not messed with you. No. Again, would, why they're messing with you. Yeah. But the things that didn't work out for me, um, I, I realized I'm like, okay, I'm going to rework those. Or there was this one thing I wrote for three years in a row and hasn't come true. And, I, and this year I'm like, you know what? Maybe that one's just not going to work. <laughs> like, let's refocus that energy into a different intention, you know? Because yeah. sometimes there are closed doors for you, and you got to think, like, maybe that's just not the door that's supposed to be open for me right now. And that's that's okay. You know, I'll just refocus the energy somewhere else. Yeah. Sometimes if you ignore things, too, that you think are super important to you, it's kind of like you back off the universe a bit, and they're not so... I've talked about this in manifesting yeah. before. Like you don't want to be on, breathing down the universe's neck about yeah, things. Yeah, I think that's where I lose it. Yeah, I think I get like too. You, you can. Yeah, I breathe down the universe. You do. Versus neck. I've learned that's what I'm not to. This yeah. is a very hard lesson to learn. If you want something, you got to stop hounding the universe yeah. for it. Yeah. Like you can care. It's really hard. You got to learn how to care about it. Like I want it, and I care about it, but I'm gonna let that go. That's why I always come up with my um. My Amazon analogy. Like when you buy something on Amazon, you press buy now and then oh you're, you just, okay, there I it guess is. it's coming. Now, like you said, everybody's different though. Yeah. Like a yellow aura might be like tracking the shipment or whatever, but you can't track the shipment. You just have to be like, buy now, walk away. I know it's coming. Right. And then sometimes the item comes late, like the ink <laughs> that I need right now yeah. from Amazon. Sometimes things are late. It, you know, it was supposed to be here two days ago. We haven't been able to print things out. That has really screwed up my day because I had to go somewhere else to print it out. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, that can happen, too. That can happen, too. There can be a shipment delay <laughs> with your intention. Right. But you still know it's coming. It's coming eventually. Um, that same attitude that I just put towards the Amazon purchase is the same attitude you have to have towards your intention. Really hard. Like, I really want what I buy on Amazon, too, but I have to have the same detachment. That's de- that, right. is, that is called detachment. And what if that Amazon package winds up at your neighbor's house? Is that... Wow. Yeah. That's like a whole <laughs> metaphor right there, right? That they're getting what you want. Yeah. Then okay. you... Well, wow. If it's your package, they should return it. But... <laughs> In the literal world. <laughs> right. But if somebody else, like, if you really want to get married yeah. and then your friend gets engaged and you're just like, you know what I mean? Yeah. In, in, in the world, just because something happens for someone else doesn't mean it's been taken off the shelf for you. Okay. And that's another lesson. And then another lesson yeah. is the more happy you are for someone who has something that you want happening in their life, the more you're kind of riding that vibration for it to happen for you. Okay. Yeah. All right, pretty pretty neat. Yeah. Um, hey, I was thinking, you know, maybe if you come back as a three legged cat, that would be more <laughs> like kind of like what if I couldn't get the dog? Yeah, you know, so what, I was a cat. a cat. Would you be like that? Must not be Megan because it's a cat. Well, now and she okay. said dog. Okay, so let's let, can we change it. <laughs> what here if I'm I a one legged duck? <laughs> one legged duck? Well, ducks stand on one leg, so no, that wouldn't count. <laughs> that wouldn't count. I would just think, oh, because every time I see a duck standing, I'd be like, oh, there she is. I'd have to be a three-legged dog that yeah. like is carrying a sign that says Megan says hi. I, I think the cat. And you'd be like, maybe. All right. What about a cat? I, Don't I think confuse go, me. Now uh, it's a three-legged really, anything. So it could be a three-legged, but there's like a lot of times you're going to get shooed away. Like, you know, if you're <laughs> shoo, shoo, shoo. <laughs> well, I thought you wouldn't. Well, depends, what, think, it, depends what it is. This is years ago I came up with that. So I, ha- I feel right. like I have to stick with it in case I made some sort of higher self bond to myself for coming through that way. Oh my gosh. You know what's coming up 
soon. What? Not well, not soon. Our next meditation, which is the eleven eleven, so exciting. November, yes, that's happening live in. Shameless, we're shamelessly plugging this here, Fort Lauderdale. Yes, uh, on eleven eleven. It's a couple days. We have, I think, a few hundred people are signed up already. Two hundred people are signed up. Um, so that's going to be exciting because it's going to be yeah. in person. Everyone's going to be in that room. I'm going to be on the floor doing the meditation, <laughs> getting all the energy in. I'm going to be asking a lot of things, you know, like, you know, about the Mothman to come to me and all that right. stuff. Yeah. So it's all your be, intentions, yeah, all my intention. So that that's coming up too. That's going to be a lot of fun. So in person, I want, you know, cause we've done these on zoom. Yeah. We have not done this major one no, in person. I'm so excited. That could be, it could be crazy. I know. Yeah. Because the energy is going to be so... That could be I mean, on wild. Zoom, it's really strong. I know. So I wonder what it's going to feel like in person. Yeah, you put a couple hundreds in that room and we're yeah. all doing it, except for the couple of red guys that maybe are there. <laughs> and it's going to be... Yeah, that could be wild. And we're all hanging out um, before, yep. the night before, and that, that night too. So it's kind of like just a... It's the Mystic Michaela yep. spiritual family get together. Yes. And I'm working on, hopefully, some people going to a sound bath. Yeah, beach. Ooh, I, I mean, I'm trying to get exciting. the numbers on that. Yeah, uh, for how many people can attend. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. I'm feeling terrible that my blue is coming out. Why? Because well, the people that do it have a limit. Yeah, there's a limited amount of people that can yeah. do it, and I know like so many people. Again, not the red guys, but everyone else is going to want to do it. And I know. I feel bad if someone travels and they can't do it. So that's really kind of weighing on me a little. But bit. maybe we can have like um, an alternate activity. That yeah would be kind of like you do this or you do this. Right. That would be like do shots with Scotty at the bar. <laughs> Exactly. That's if you give him some yeah. whiskey shots with like, Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> whiskey. So yeah, you, you pick it, it either or that you know, you pick which one you want to do. The first ever MMSF uh, get together. Yes. That was what happened. It yes. turned into like just whiz- and there were only I think only sixty people came. It was so awesome. It was so fun. Yeah. It was the first ever. We just were like, I don't know. Let's just try it. And you got so drunk like the first night. And drunk Scotty's a fun Scotty. That is true. Yeah. But um, it was a lot of whiskey shots for you. It was. Yeah. People, I mean, people <laughs> bought. I, I must have like said it somewhere. I don't remember. You did. I did. Yeah. I said it. And then everyone wanted to do a, a whiskey, like a fireball or uh, what's the other was, one? I forget. The Jack Daniels one. Yeah. Uh, that I like. The, the cinnamon. cinnamon. Yeah. So everyone wanted to do one thing. Some people brought bottles. I know. Like their own bottles were yeah, at a bar and people just whipped out bottles it was of, rough. of Jack Daniels. You were like, so. you you just went up to the room and passed out. Yeah. It was I'm like, funny. this is not spiritual. <laughs> I would, this is not part of my spiritual weekend. You had a, you had a purple time. Yeah. You do not have to drink to be no, part of no, the MMSF. Not. not at all. Not at all. But, um, but maybe another alternate yeah. activity. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> sound bath. Sound bath. You or know, heal yourself. Get, you know, do South the Florida purple fun. South purple purple fun. Because that is quite the strip yeah if uh the fort lauderdale beach is quite the south florida yeah, purple place to be man yeah we're a little you. the bahiamar where we're at's a little bit away from the strip okay so you would have to walk there or, oh is that right yeah there's like, a boardwalk right there no no to get to like where the strip is oh, you're talking like, about the strip of like all the restaurants oh, and the, bars the, the kooky part the kooky part yeah yeah that you you could uh, it'd be a little bit of a walk quick uber ride but um, yeah yeah down there it gets real purple real purple <laughs> real purple, <laughs> real purple. Yeah, purple. Another shade of purple. Like, total another shade. It's of purple. South Florida purple. <laughs> yeah, and we went there like spring break once. <gasps> yeah, and it was the kids oh were like God. terrified. Yeah, you know, I just yeah, I always feel very young at heart yeah. until you go to spring break at my age. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm not twenty. Yeah. 
<laughs> like when I'm seeing all the 20 year old purples walking around, I'm like, yeah, that ain't me no more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's getting late. It's like yeah. 830. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm getting sleepy. You can definitely check that out if you come to the event or time to do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's not that far from No, it's, it's fun. We're an acquired part of the beach. I think so. people got, do people get tattoos? I think so. A lot yeah. of things happen. A lot of things happen. <laughs> People get piercings. I think, I think, someone got sure. engaged. Um, but yeah, lot, yeah, someone found love. I think. Yeah, not lot. with another member of the nope. MMSF. Just a rando. A rando. 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 <laughs> rando. I never. We never got an update on that. I would. Oh, I almost what? forgot. What? But, oh, before we end, I was just going to end it here. But no, I, oh, hey. I forgot. I did. Okay. Going back a few episodes to the Airbnb. Hello. Yes. Oh, my gosh. The, we were supposed to put this in the beginning. I know. I, I almost forgot, and I told everyone I was going to well, say it. Well, here it is now. Okay. Yes. She did write back. The owner did write back. I'm Let, gonna, let's know, back it up. Yes. You, you started. Oh, I'm back. backing it up? Yeah, you back it up. You're good All at backing right. it up. On our track. I mean, that did come out right. <laughs> oh. Okay. Overtime. 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 I, overtime. Overtime was called, actually, 10 seconds ago. I whispered it. You didn't hear it. So rewind the overtime 10 seconds. <laughs> Take a minute to recover. All right. Okay. What was this? Oh, on the travel episode. Well, I think it was on the travel episode. I, I, travel I think it was the episode before. Maybe the one before. Anyways, we stayed in an Airbnb over the summer. Yeah. And um, I did this on my stories. And I already told the story, this whole story. But basically, uh, we walked in and the place was like completely haunted. But like right. with one woman. Right. And it felt like a mom energy. And I already told this whole story. And I forget where I put it. And I'll try to... I don't even know. Anyways, but anyways, um, I felt it and leading up to even coming to the house, right. I kept telling Scott, I'm like, I feel like there's a woman. Are you sure you didn't get one of those Airbnbs where the person's still living there? Right. Are you sure? Um, and I was like, and we went shopping before we got checked into the Airbnb and I'm like, I don't know. I feel like they're going to have this very specific detergent there. And it was there. So my point is, is she was communicating with yeah. me for yeah. a long time before we got into the house. And then we walked in the house and like, I opened the door and it just like, I was bombarded with a woman's energy, right. lovely person, yeah. totally know she's dead, felt like a mom energy, felt like this was a house with a lot of happy memories. And this is her, how she helps out her family. Now she like is the ghost Aaron B host. So I was like, okay, cool. But I, you know, I would never like ever say what house this was or anything like this because obviously it's this person's livelihood so after we both reviewed each other normally and stuff you did what yeah so i, I reached out because it was still bugging you after and it you was just really wanted to know i seemed to know just wanted validation and yeah. that's what i all asked her and i said you know just again you don't even have to answer this if this is something that you're not comfortable doing and of course we you know, this is just between us. We're not, you know, because I, I don't want anyone to lose business over this. So Never. People, right. Yeah, she doesn't like know us. Like, I right. would say something. And, I, and I did actually tell you, tell her who you were so she could look you up. Oh, you did? I did, oh, yeah. Okay. So that way, you you know, you, at least you have some credibility. Okay. So and then she can, I don't know if she did. I think she must have. But, okay. And then she would know at least that you you credible source. So, okay. Uh, but she did validate it. Yes. Okay. Everything that you were saying was correct. She did talk about uh, that energy, mm -hmm. uh, other people staying there. Maybe not to the degree, but I've also mentioned to her that they felt a presence. Mm -hmm. um, she was a little careful with the wording because, yeah. again, you know, haunting. People get scared oh my God, off. I, I, yes. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even use this as a haunting for, no. for this house. Uh, I would just say a, a wonderful energy is there. Yes, yeah. So I wouldn't even use that word. I don't know if that's the correct term or not. But anyway, but yes, she, she did validate everything and um, and said yes. And other people have felt that too yeah. in there. And then the reason – they kind of she said it she even set it up as like a zen retreat type mm -hmm. or therapeutic yeah uh, atmosphere that's in the description mm -hmm. and that was because of that too Aww. 
I so, love that. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. Yeah. So that's our update. She, yeah. It was so really cool. Right. Yeah, you, you were right. That and, was really cool. Um, and a lot of people, we put that post up on the page and a lot of people were getting that same thing, a woman. Oh, right. You know. Oh the yes, home. yes. You put it on the Facebook yeah. page. I put it on the Facebook page, and a lot of people got exactly what it was. was and yeah. the the garden was so garden, kept yeah. up; it was absolutely beautiful. And they all linked it to the woman. And well, we yep. didn't get confirmation on that, but I just totally know that's true. Like yeah. you know, the garden was planted by whoever yeah. this was. I mean, it was just it's like a really loved home, and so nice that they rent it out like that. Yeah. You know, it's I mean, just I really hope nice. Our- path takes us so we can say there again yeah you know how like some places you stay and they feel like transient like you walk into these airbnbs and it's kind of like okay like it's fine but you feel like oh there's been so many people here or whatever this place did not feel like that it felt like you were walking into someone's house and you were a guest and it felt really homey so it was just really a cool experience so that's great i'm glad she confirmed it so um yeah it was just like a nice story all right thanks for updating us scott yeah yeah Thank God I remember that. I know. I, I totally forgot. People were asking, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, I keep forgetting. I, I was supposed to do it last episode, and I forgot, and I almost forgot this episode, right. so I'm happy we got that in there. All right. Well, this podcast is for you and about you, and we're so glad you spent some time with us today. 